0: Hi and welcome to The Unconventionalist Podcast. I'm your host, Mark De Roost, and today is a very special day because we are going to celebrate together the two-year anniversary of The Unconventionalist Podcast. How crazy is that? Two years ago, on the 13th of July, 2015, I released the very first episode on iTunes and I had no idea what I was doing. I probably still have no idea what I'm doing. But if you go back to the very first episode, I actually say welcome to the yet to be named podcast. And I just wanted to take the time today to record a little episode to celebrate with you. Because without you, this show would not exist. And it's one of the toughest things at times to launch a podcast, really, because especially in the early days, it's crickets. And when I mean crickets, it's like you have no idea if anybody's listening. You have no idea if what you're doing has any impact. And yet, you've got to somehow believe that putting that content out into the world, people are going to be paying attention. But more than that, it's going to change their lives in some way. And yeah, sure, I'd love to say that I get loads of emails. I don't get emails every day, but I do get once in a while a message or an email from you, from some of you listening telling me how this podcast has impacted you or how it's helped you or how it's given you some guidance by hearing people's stories and journeys their struggles their highs their lows and that's what makes me keep going so i wanted to just say a humongous thank you for listening to this episode thank you for listening to this show thank you for sharing this with your friends i know that i've been so blessed and honored to see a bunch of you sharing the podcast with your friends and being so advocates of the show, whether that's on social media, whether that's through your one-to-one conversations or emails or what have you, to help spread the word. And it just feels incredible. I was having breakfast this morning uh, with my girlfriend and, and she was like, how do you feel? You know, two years that you've been doing this. And this is episode number 79. And it, it does feel insane, especially when I took the time just before recording this to kind of go over all the guests I've interviewed and." If you've listened to episode number 55, The Origin Story, which is probably one of my personal favorite episodes of all time, the reason why it is, it's A, it's the one that took me the longest to produce. It was such an epic mission to put it together. But more importantly, it's the episode that I use over and over again with my students and the participants of my academy, which is to remind people that we all started at the very bottom. You know, I love this quote I read recently which is like, every master started as a disaster. And if you go back to the episode, you're going to hear me talk for the very first time live on air at my student university. And <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so bad. And and I use that episode so often to show to people that the journey is long and it's a slow burner. And so when I go back to the episode, I kind of smile wide because it also reminds me how it all started because I talk about the origin of, of the podcast and how it started. And I've just been so blessed to have sat down with some of the most incredible human beings I've come across, some of them with the biggest hearts, doing some of the most important work out there, and I just feel totally spoiled that I get to sit down with them, pick their brains, pick their hearts, talk about the real aspect of the journey, and then share that with you, and in hopes that somehow by listening to someone's story, whether that's the first time you listen to the podcast, maybe the 10th, the 100th, that you get something out of it. And then that you go and turn that into action. I think it's one of the guests, Chris Gillibo, that talked that inspiration is good, but inspiration with action is even better. And I so believe in that. And, you know, there's a quote I have on my wall from Mary Folio that says, I wasted a lot of time trying to figure out a way to describe myself instead of just focusing on doing the work, creating incredible content and changing lives. You know, and I've spent so much time trying to figure out how to explain what the unconventionalist podcast was or, or who we were at the unconventionalist, what we're trying to do now, launching the academy and so forth and the truth is i sometimes can't explain it as well as some of you do when you actually bring back what you enjoy about listening to the show and it's happened a few times you know there's been a few occasions like crazy occasions and when i hosted chris Gillibo in london you know at the end someone came up to me and said that they're listening to the show and on my mailing list that was incredible who i'd never met before Or there was a moment where I was at the TEDx talk in Cardiff just before I was going to give my talk. This amazing girl came up to me and was kind of like, are you Mark LaRouge? That's a surreal moment. I talked about it in my David Baker interview. And she came to this event because she listened to this podcast. And it never fails to amaze me that actually there is such a humongous opportunity out there for all of us to share and spread our message far and wide. And how important it is for me to remind myself and to remind you that you need to embrace your story. You need to find your voice and you need to share your message with the world because that's how you're going to start a movement and that's how you're going to start building a tribe. And I am so honored to get to spend week in and week out some time with you and some guests, and, you know, and I've been juggling between having solo rounds like today and then sitting down with some amazing people. Um, and this is, this is the moment that I really want you to get involved. This is, you know, if there's the first two years were probably like the foundation of the podcast trying to figure things out, you know, getting the message out there having some incredible guests come on the show, but I also want to get you more involved. I want to do Q&A sessions. I want you to send me some questions, some stuff that you're stuck with, stuff that you're struggling with, stuff that you want to learn. You know, pick my brain after having sat down with so many incredible human beings. I want to be able to help you, and I want to help you get unstuck. You know, whether that's you trying to figure out what the big idea you want to put out into the world, whether that's to remind you what your story matters or, you know, how hard it can be sometimes to stand out in this digital world, whatever it is that you're struggling with, just send me that question on, on whatever format you want, right? You can send me by email. You can send me a tweet. You can send me on Instagram, on Facebook. You know how to get hold of me at Mark wherever you hang out and just send me that question. I'm going to compile the questions. I'm going to do a Q&A session. I'm really excited about that. That's some of the stuff that really, really gets me fired up. And um, I'm going to share with you a, bit, a few things I've learned, I guess, over the last two years. But before I do that, I wanted to go back like the original roots of this podcast when I used to share with you like the top countries and stuff. And I just thought it was really exciting going through my stats. So first of all, how incredible is that we've just hit 25,000 downloads? That is so cool. 25,000 downloads. Right, I just felt so excited about that. We hit that the two-year mark. Now, uh, the top five countries around the world who listen to the show are number one UK, number two USA, number three Australia, number four Canada, and number five France. Thank God France got down up there because that's my other native country. So so glad. I don't know who that is. Definitely not my parents because my parents don't listen to this. Definitely not my brother because my brother never <laughs> listens to this. So whoever you are in France who just Pumping out the tunes in your cars, on your iPod, on your iPhone, on your laptop, wherever you are. I so appreciate all of you. You know, all of these countries are incredible. And then this goes on, right? But the top five countries, I just want to say thank you so much for being awesome. In fact, if I had to plan a tour to go and take the show on the road, take the, my work on the road, I would 100% hit those five countries first. But here was, what was interesting. I then looked into what the top three cities around the world. And I classify them by their country, right? So the three top cities were, number one, London, number two, San Francisco, and then there were a bunch of other in the UK and other than the US. But outside of that, the first one was Sao Paulo. How cool is that? I just Again, as what I said earlier, on, I'm just so surprised at how far and wide the podcast can go and how we're being listened to hundreds of cities across the world and, and just all that thanks to you. So that's super incredible. The other thing is I wanted to see out of all the episodes – that came out since I've launched which were the episodes that had been listened to the most so I pulled out the three top episodes downloaded the most of all time now keep in mind that because they've been out for longer some of them it's easier for them to accumulate more listens and download I guess than more recent ones but in number one episode number five why having a sense of humor is the key to overcoming adversity with Adam Conlon I'm so happy that Adam's episode is number one. He's such an incredible dude. He was in the army and then kind of converted as a stand-up comedian and inspirational storyteller and the episode is really really great and it's amazing to see how well it's done. In number two position we have episode number eight How to Dream Big with Alistair Humphreys. Alistair Humphreys is a National Geographic Explorer of the Year. He's written nine books. He's also the founder of the, of the microadventure movement. And I think that was one of the first times kind of, when I sat down back in the early days with someone who had quite a great big profile and he got really real. And we talked about some aspects that I don't think he, Al was probably used to talking about, such as the challenges of trying to be socially connected online while still being present in the moment and exploring these amazing landscapes he was going on. And it was just incredible to hear him speak about it. And then number three, episode number 20 how to live a more meaningful life with the minimalist now maybe they need no introduction but in case you do the minimalist went from having 50 readers to something like 4 million uh, in a few years and it's they've got a very popular ted talk of an extremely popular blog they've got a documentary on netflix and they came on the show and it was just incredible to hear their stories too. Now, obviously, every other episode is just as special, and I think that's what I'm taking away. Looking back at every single person I've spoken to, I got something out of it. And selfishly, I often say this, you know, I do this show and I do this podcast because I would still do this if nobody paid attention, if nobody gave me any love back, and if I didn't make any money and I haven't made any money, not a dime from this podcast, I'm going to start opening up to sponsors and inviting sponsors on the show, just purely so I can keep going and getting content out there. But the reality is I would, I do this actually, I do this, you know, no matter what, and that there's something inside of every single one of us that we want to create or that we want to put out into the world and that we need to remind ourselves that would we do this, even if no one paid attention, even if we've got no love as a result of it, and even if we'd get no money. And if you can answer the yes to those two things, just you keep doing that. It's been two years, right And it's really easy for me to compare myself to other huge podcasts out there, a big business that created out of a podcast. You know I'm looking at you know Lewis Howes from the uh, School of Greatness. Um, you know, it's got an amazing content out there has just been absolutely killing it. And then you've got other people like London Real from Brian Rose who managed to create a business out of it. But, you know, they've been doing it for years. But even that, it's not it's not so much the question. It's like it's everyone's got their own journey. I forgot who I heard speak about swimming your own lane, which I loved the expression. And it's true. It's what's so needed. It's like you just need to remind yourself that you're on your own journey and you keep at it. You know, um, Taki Moore, one of the guests that came on my YouTube channel on one of my vlogs, you know, talked about it in a recent letter that he sent out around, you know, we look at people that we look up to, that we get inspired by, and then we imagine we need to emulate them and have exactly the same product system or programs that they have out and all this stuff. But that's absolute BS because everyone started off really small. And so you've got to start small and... You know, I've been teaching a course about how to launch a podcast and it's incredible to see some of the fears that come up with people around, oh, I've got nothing to say or my voice sounds crap or how am I going to keep going if I run out of ideas and also the technology and all this stuff. And and honestly, the barriers to entry to podcasting are so low. And here's the fascinating fact, 93% of every podcast does not go by or past the seventh episode. Isn't that nuts? That means that 7% of podcasters are still producing quality content after seven episodes. That's crazy. And so the fact that I'm still here two years on, I'm incredibly proud. And I'm gonna start upping my game and getting reaching out to big guests that frankly I have an opinion that they're gonna an assumption that they're gonna say no, but that's how you keep growing. And it's just the other the other thing I want to say as well is I forgot to mention is. Looking back at, yeah, you know, it's true. I didn't make a single dime out of this podcast. I haven't been sponsored a single time. But what it has enabled me to do has opened up humongous opportunities. And okay, maybe that's a big word, humongous. But it's huge opportunities, you know. I do believe that a lot of the work that I got, whether that's hosting a big speaker, whether that's being invited to go and give a TEDx talk, or whether that's being asked to be flown in to go and work with a founding team of a really cool startup, doing some really great stuff in the world, I think that was a result as of, you know, whether that's listening to my podcast. And Actually, I got like a speaking gig coming up in September. And the girl that booked me in for that talk for a corporate gig, that was through listening to the podcast. And so I'm super, super honored that this podcast is getting out there. And I get at the odd, you know, um, <laughs> this incredible, uh, incredible person who called me up. Uh, and who was really surprised that she ended up speaking to me because she'd been listening to the podcast and loving the podcast and thought I had a secretary or like an assistant. <laughs> That's all. I was like, no, 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 it's just me. Um, that was an incredible moment as well. So you know that reflecting back on two years, all I want to say is this: is that it it hasn't always been easy. In fact, at the start, I was very um, sporadic about my podcast. I think it was once every two weeks, and then sometimes I went without doing it once. Not even like I think it was once a month. I mean, at the start, it was very spotty and I didn't know what I was doing. And, and then I kind of committed to doing one every single week. And I think it was around the same time that I decided to do a YouTube video every single week. And the truth is, something's definitely going to have to change. I think I, it's not very sustainable for me to produce a podcast every week, plus trying to create a new YouTube video every week, plus on top of that, trying to build my business. Um, I think it's very challenging. So one, one of the things that's going to change probably in the future is we're going to merge both. So it's going to be a combination of podcast and video, and I'm just going to record both at the same time and distribute both on the podcasting channel, on iTunes, and also on YouTube. So whether you consume this content on your phone or at home and you want to be able to listen to it or watch it as well, that's going to be an option coming up. So I'm very excited about that. And I think it would... Not, I would definitely not be here today if it wasn't for the help of so many people. So first of all, the guests who gave me a shot on coming on the show. I mean, it's incredible when I go back to the very original guests on the show. I mean, if you go back to season one and you look at like the list of guests I had coming on the show, it's 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 really cool. I was I was thinking about it. I was like, wow. So for example, I had Tom Brake, who's the uh, one of the only London MPs for the Lib Dems who got elected at the last elections in May. He came on the show, and I think it was like episode number four. And then in episode number six, I had Shea Emery. He was like an all-star linebacker. You know, gave a TEDx talk, who started a well Wellman project. Uh, Alistair Humphreys, I think, was also in, in the first season, as well as Brendan Brazier, one of the vegan super athletes. So was... I think Rebecca Tracy might have been in season two, but it, it was just incredible to see just how many amazing guests just gave their time to come on the show. And I'm just so grateful to every one of them because the truth is this is what this show is about, right? It's about bringing you inspiring people and sharing stories that you might have not heard before, right? So that you can really understand what it takes to put your message out into the world and to create a movement around your story around your impact and it's been such an honor to hear like some really deep stuff you know I'm thinking about Philip McKernan who teared up on the show a couple of times who said that this was the most emotional podcast he'd ever been on you know and that that's something that has just been a reoccurring theme you know of of people coming on I remember when I sat down with Jens Lenatzen and we talked about you know how to be more vulnerable online and he's a photographer talking about his mental health issues and so forth and it's just been this incredible journey of getting to sit down with people and hear their true stories and now the exciting thing is that this is evolving you know this is an organic way I think someone uh, I was interviewed by uh, one of former guests as well who's an amazing friend Samantha Clark kind of asked me you know how did I end up starting like the unconventionalist as a business and I explained really frankly I said it started organically you know it really started as a podcast as, as a passion project on the side it evolved I ended up quitting my job trying to go at it And then it's been growing into a business and I'm really excited because the Impact Accelerator has had its first cohort. We're going to be launching again. I'm going to be actually creating some online courses for you to help you. That's going to be available on the new website. Uh, I've got lots of really exciting stuff to announce around that. Um, So it's just been this really, really cool journey. And I feel like we're coming to a really exciting point. My TEDx talk is about to come out. I've seen, I don't know if I said this in the previous episode or not, but I've seen the final edit and it looks really great. I'm super proud of it. It's a massive team effort. And as soon as it's out, trust me, you'll be the first person to know. So please do go and check it out when it's out. And speaking of of team effort, one of the biggest gifts I've had over the last two years is to have people who are crazy enough to believe into this podcast, who somehow saw something that others might have not seen and believed in this at moments when even I didn't believe. And I'm thinking, first of all, of my my partner, my girlfriend who supported me, who's been believing in me and who's been just championing me about putting this content out. I'm thinking about um, Bridget Hunt, uh, one of my friends, who uh, had told me very early on that she thought that Launching a podcast or getting me to interview people was going to be one of my big things, and and I, and I so appreciate it for that because it gave me the kind of confidence to keep going. But more than that, there's also everyone that's helped out. Stephanie Slack, who's been an absolute guardian angel on the podcast, she's the one that's been doing all the show notes recently since since she's kind of come on board, and in, it in was February, or March, something like that. So every episode we've had some incredible show notes with quotes from guests, resources, links, and it's just up the game to a whole new level. And as a result of of getting to work with Steph, she's also now started opening up and talking about her own journey. And she's writing about men's suicide. And it's just such an incredible journey to see her taking her own movement and going off with that message. And and I feel so honored to have her. Brent Bradry. I couldn't do without you, mate. Like, he's just been an incredible source of marketing, helping out. We're trying to better understand different channels, how that works. So that's been really great to have him on board and helping out with copy and so forth. And then obviously, you've had everybody else who's come on, on some kind of left, right, and center, uh, who's kind of been helping out. Jane Weavies, who's, who's done all the video that's coming out. We're going to do a little show reel that's going to be coming out on YouTube. That's super exciting. Um, Emily Romano, who's going to be, uh, who's a the, who's the graphic designer uh, based uh, Freelance in America. She's been doing all the logo. I mean, it's just, and the list goes on, you know. Um, Alex, I haven't forgotten you about the copyright needs. It's just so incredible. Just so many people have come on board and helped out. And it's crazy. It feels really crazy that people would be willing to come on board and help out and get involved. And I think there's something really special in, in the aspect of the community, right, of sharing this message with all of you. And and hopefully you got something out of it. And, and if you did, just let me know. You know, let me know what – actually, you know what? Here's what I would love. Let me know what was your favorite episode of all time. What is your favorite episode of all time? And if you could get me and if I could get another guest back on the show, who would that guest be? And if you want the bonus point, what guest would you like me to interview? You can nominate a guest that you would like me to reach out to. And whoever gets the most responses, I'll be reaching out to them and getting them on the show. So that's a little little game, a little challenge we can do there. And that's it really. I just want to sort of say humongous thank you. I feel so incredibly honored. Uh, it's just a bit surreal, if I'm honest, just thinking about it, going, oh my God, two years, I'm still doing it. Because one thing I started speaking about, which you know, not a lot of people talk about, it, it's super hard. And the consistency of getting an episode every single week, I haven't actually been committed to a single day of the week, I'll be honest. I've been really bad with that. I should be doing it every Wednesday or every Tuesday. But my commitment is like, no matter what, by Sunday midnight, I need to have launched a podcast and a video. Um, And so it's just been this Crazy Journey, episode 79, 25,000 downloads. Wow. So, unconventionalists around the world, you are amazing. You remind me every single day why it matters to believe that we can do work that matters, that what we do is important, and that we can change people's lives. I know I'm getting a bit woo-hoo on you here, but the truth is, there are people listening to this at every different stage of the journey. Some people are in jobs that they're just not really satisfied about. And I've been trying to put an end to career misery since 2012, brothers and sisters. It's just been a mission I've been trying to do. And and other people are starting up their business and they're really struggling. And you know, not a lot of people talk about that aspect. And I want this show to be able to highlight the ups and downs of the entrepreneurial journey as well. But more than that, I want this to be a, a, a weekly source of inspiration on your journey So that you can go out there and have the impact that you want and change people's lives. Because I know that if there are more people out there like you who are fully on fire and who believe in themselves no matter what, no matter how hard it gets, and who embrace their stories, who find their voice and share their message, we're going to change the world. That I truly believe that in my heart of hearts. So you keep out there. If you're listening to this, you are 100% amazing. Just know that that no matter what, I don't know how you're feeling today. Maybe you're feeling a bit like crap. Maybe you're feeling great. But if you're feeling down, just know that the fact that you're listening to this puts you officially in the amazing tribe, like incredible. Ah! Oh, and if you see me at any event, please come and say hi. Come and give me a hug. Come and come and tell me what did you enjoy about the show? Who you know? What was your one of favorite nuggets? So tell me how this changed you. It it really really is oxygen to me. I I cannot emphasize. You know how I appreciate when you tag me in one of your posts, when you send me a message, when you send me an email, when you send me a card. I've had physical mail sent through some of you and you are just phenomenal for doing that. I have like a little shrine of all my amazing cards from people sending me stuff. Um, So thank you so much to all the guests. Thank you to all the listeners. Thank you to all team unconventionalists. Thank you to my girlfriend. Thank you. And to myself, I'm going to say thank you to myself. You know what? I'm going to say well done for having stuck to it and for keep going two years. Here's to the third year of the unconventionalist. And I only know that this is going to get bigger, better and bolder. And I cannot wait to see you at a live event, whether that's online or in person. You just watch out, world, because we are about to take over. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time.